Put your hands together and welcome your very own Dunstable Town Podcast. Welcome everybody back to another episode of Talk of the Town Podcast. You wait for ages and then two shows come along at once. I am your host, Andy Burrows, and I'm joined by my co-host, good friend and vice chairman of Dunstable Town, Mr. Matt Carrington. Matt, how are you, my friend? Happy Victory Wednesday. Oh, mate, honestly, the sun always looks nice and bright on a, uh, the day following a victory, doesn't it? It does, mate, it does. And it was, <laughs> it was only Dunstable Town uh, one Hodston Town nil, uh, Hodston Town nil, but um, doesn't really tell the whole reflection. You might see, might, people that weren't at the game might think, oh, one nil, that sounds like a quite tight affair. Um, yeah. I chatted, obviously chatted to Joe after the game in his post-match and, you know, I was pretty much like, well, first half of the game, I was pretty relaxed. I thought we played really well. It's probably some of the best football I've seen us play in a yeah. few months, considering like the pitch was as bobbly as hell and, you know, that's nothing to do with uh, Hoddesdon Town, you know, it's just the way, probably the way the weather's been recently. You know, I'm guessing they haven't been able to do loads of work and it's never been the greatest surface over there, uh, if I'm honest. But from Joe saying to me on Saturday, don't expect a lot of ticky-tacky football. Well, like I said in the post-match, our opening goal was one of the best moves I think I've seen this season. Oh, do you know what? I've seen that uh, video a couple of times now and each time I just uh, have to say how brilliant a goal it was. And once again, Davo. Oh, I honestly, this boy flying down the wing. He, he, he's turning into a bit of a uh, Robinson or Trent <laughs> Alexander Arnold. Yeah. We're gonna have to start giving him the same uh, the same praise that we gave Tolu when he slotted in at left back, mate. But yeah, it was a great move. And Webby, what a finish, by the way, to get first oh, time. I wasn't sure if it went in at one point because where I was standing, it hit the post and looked like it rolled along the line, or I thought yeah. someone was gonna clip. But yeah, what a what an all-round good performance, really, from from the lads. Um, you know, Hodgson never really tested Connor again, and it's probably like the second game in a row that we've said that that we've been fairly dominant. You know, obviously, you know, we had the weekend's game at, uh, at Creasy, and then we had last night's game away. I think the lads pretty much dominated both the games. If I'm honest, I mean, what was your overall thoughts of of last night? I mean, um. Uh, we had Smudger and Luke Dunson, and I even admitted to Joe after the game, and I've been critical of Luke at times, and I hold my hands up and admit that. Um, but we saw, like I said in our post-match, we saw Luke Dunson, the footballer last night. He had that, still had that little bit of a cutting edge. But mm. I thought last night, for the first time, I've actually stood back and gone, there you go, mate. So this is what I've been saying to people. When he plays football and when his yeah. head's on, that was the player that I think that we've got in him. Don't get me wrong. I don't want to lose that cutting edge, but sometimes I just think he gets so caught up in the hustle and bustle of being in midfield. You know, we've all played football. And we know what it's like sometimes. But last night, I thought he put his foot on the ball. His distribution was incredible. What he'd done last night that I liked as well, he's won his tackles, got the ball, play, got rid of it, moved the ball quickly, wasn't interested in getting in any rucks or anything like that. I know Joe goes on about he wants people with bloody noses. But I think he kind of done a little bit of that last night, but he let his football do the talking as well. Yeah, definitely. I mean, what I liked about last night is uh, afterwards, obviously, we're all talking about, you know, who would you decide man in the match. It was a real collective effort of um, uh, decisions, sorry, that it was going to be um, done. Um, what people are saying, and, and I have to admit, I've, I said the same, it's probably the best game I've seen him play in a Dunstable Town shirt. But looking back on it and reflecting, it's actually, in my opinion, his second best game. Because if we remember when he played Leighton Town, for me, he was just a, on a different level playing mm. 
Um, and it, it was good to see him back. And I think maybe that's why people, um, you know, may have... Jumped to conclusions. Yeah, jumped to a bit of conclusions because we see we see the game against Leighton. Um, you know, he's, he's head and shoulders above. Then it just, uh, he hasn't reached the same levels, as you say. I mean, you know, for one reason or another, uh, he's been in, out, in and out of the team um, through injuries and one thing and the other. But yeah, it's, now I think he's had a bit of a run back in the team. I think he's started to prove a lot of uh, doubters, including myself. I mean, I, I don't think um, I have been as vocal as others, but yeah, he's, he's really uh, proving a, a lot of people wrong at the minute. And it's great to see. But I mean, the... <sighs> The, the team in general, I think, uh, yeah, as you say, very comfortable win. But um, what are you, th- what do you reckon we're doing wrong up top at the minute? Because we're just not getting a many goals there. And I have to admit, yeah, very comfortable game. But it's just, I, I want to see more goals. I mean, don't get me wrong, I don't want to pay them out. But yeah, um, I, I just want to see more. What, what do you reckon we can need well, to change? I, I, the good thing that. I, we're creating the chances, and you know, look at like you, but like again, I watched Webby quite a lot last night, and he, you know, he makes great runs, he gets into positions. Is, is it just a case of we're not getting the the luck uh, up up top? Really, you have to sometimes think of the formation that we play. You know, sometimes Webby is on his own, sometimes up there with just someone else just off him, or if we do, maybe play the two up him. And I think that the style of football that we're playing at the minute is quite direct and you know it's like joe said it's not going to be tiki taka it's, it's january now the pitches aren't really going to be suited to that i i personally think if you look at the first goal yesterday or of the goal yesterday sorry was perfect how we can score more goals because when we play football we are a really good football team yeah. you know and i think there's sometimes this and you know and it, it might be in a matter of opinion and joe might listen to this and think we're complete talking complete rubbish but I think when we get in that final third, I think we don't need to rush it sometimes as much as we do. Um, I think it's good maybe going from back to front quite quickly. And I get that, why they want to get teams turned. And, you know, I've played in teams where that's been our mantra. You know, Andy, get the ball at the back, you go up to so-and-so and, and, you know, we get teams turned. And I get that. But when you've got players like Tolu, Manny, Webby, Faulkner, Smudger, all them guys, that end of the field, why not play football? You know, yeah. why not try and get You've got Rory coming. You've got him flying down the right. You've got Tolu flying down the left. I sometimes think that we maybe rush it a little bit. Um, uh-huh. And that's maybe why we're not scoring as many goals as other teams are. You know, you think that last night, that team late, I think Leighton put six or seven past him. Yeah. You know, and that's not detriment to us, but that's just the way that, that the way that they play. They might play with two forwards up front or, you know, but I just think maybe it's how our formation is that we do get in the final third and it's all a little bit rushed sometimes. But in saying that, when we do get the ball down and play and you get it into Rory and you get it into Tolu and like last night, again, coming back to it, I thought when Dunny and Smudger got the ball to feet in midfield, they were looking for them little balls just in behind, into the pockets kind of thing, looking for Webby's run and we were trying to play off them. That's how I want to see Dunstable Town play. That's how I, I think we're, I think that's how we're much better. Yeah, I get it. Turn teams, get them turned. But once you've got them turned, go and impose yourself on the game. Don't think that you've got to rush it. You know what I mean? Don't think you're just because you've got the ball wide, it's got to go. I think last night we've done it quite a few times in the second half. Hey, you've got to get it in the box. Well, there's no point because there's no one in there. Yeah. Be, be, be patient a little bit more, I'd say, with us, because we've got the players to do it. You've got the Tolu's on the pitch. You've got the Roy's. You know, you've got, you've got, you know, you've got Smudgy. You've got Dunny last night. When they put their foot on the ball, sometimes when I was watching them last night, it was brilliant. They got it. They moved it out wide. And it's, it's the football that I want to see. So patience, maybe, I think, is what we need to do moving yeah. forward. Uh, I think it's like, you know, I think we, we do rush it a little bit at times. But 
Maybe, oh, that's just the, the, the way that Joe set them up. Maybe I, I, I can't put my finger. Yeah, we don't. I don't come home and we're like we've won three nil or four nil. But like Joe said to it, and he said to me, and he said it on the podcast. There's nothing wrong with a one nil win. One nil oh, wins, yeah, like that's... Joe said. One nil wins will win you titles or win you trophies. And I, I do believe that. And uh, the only reason I think that's good for us. It's because he's recruited well at the back. Sometimes yeah. when managers say that, they think, well, yeah, I'll take a 1-0 win. And I think, well, Jesus, not with this defence, you won't, mate. But with our back four and, you know, you know, with Robbie, with Crilly, with Jardel, uh, with Davo, all them guys back there, you know, and that's before we've even mentioned Ethan. You've got uh, T to come back. You've got Liam McCrone to come back. There's plenty of players. Just... With our defence, I can kind of see why Joe says that and why he says you yeah. know, a 1-0 win is a good win because he's got the faith in the guys at the back to shut up shop. You know, last night they weren't really getting through us. I think um, I think Connor made one save that was pretty yeah. much straight at him. So as for scoring goals, I think they're there. You know, you've got you've got Webby. Uh, unfortunately, we might lose Faulkner and Manny for a while now. Mm. But uh, you've got Kelvin to come back. You know, you've got Rommel. There's plenty no, of players. Man. There's attacking options. You've got Alfie Osborne. You've got Harry Beaumont. There's plenty of attacking options to come back into yeah. the team. I just think it's a case of maybe the way we're set up. I don't know what you think. Yeah, I mean, to, to be honest, I mean, the other reason I mentioned it is because obviously on the way home, I was really happy with a win. And um, it's just, it's me wanting more. Always <laughs> wanting more. You know, just been a bit bit greedy, if I'm being honest. I haven't know. even looked at our goal difference. I don't know what it is. I don't, I very, I looked at the league table uh, briefly we, last night, but I don't know what, uh, what goal is difference our goal? Of, goal, goal difference of plus 12. So, I mean, okay. we're, we're doing okay. Uh, that's mm-hmm. obviously with a very, very lean defence. Defense. And yeah, that's a lot of criticism from me in terms of, you know, we're not getting enough, et cetera, et cetera. But, you know, it's, it's just, as I say, it's just from a position of me wanting more and be, and wanting everything. Uh, mm-hmm. But if I'm being honest, I want him scored by Connor because he definitely hasn't got a goal scoring by this. <laughs> <laughs> I think Dave I might be putting that in his contract next year. But yeah, no, I, I I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. But um, if you, I think over the last two games though, we've you know what I mean we've got back to kind of the what what we are. You know what I mean? Yeah. We you know we've done. You look at like when Crilly gets the ball, Dave gets the ball. Their first thought is to get the ball into channels and Rory and Tolu and stuff like that. And you know, Smudger, fair play to him. I thought for his second game at the club last night. I thought, again, he's disciplined. You know, I can tell he's kind of one of them players that wants to get amongst it. And when you've got him and Dunny both in the midfield, that's where, for me, you kind of, you don't want to play it safe. You want them to be that, like that, have that little bit of bite about them, a little bit of narcissism. But there was times last night when that game could have got a little bit ugly. You know, they were chucking themselves around on the floor. A few Hobson yeah. players that threw themselves around on the floor. But what I liked was, you know, Smudger and Dunny didn't rise to it. You know, like Dunny, Dunny got booked for taking a throw in. I think the referee said he was time. Yeah, time wasting. Well, right, you know, yeah. come on, man. But he didn't, him and Smudger didn't get booked for flying into tackles or putting boots in late. And don't get me wrong, I like a midfielder like that, but sometimes discipline has kind of, I thought it's been our downfall in yeah. some recent months gone by. And I thought last night they were absolutely, I can't really, there's no one I'm going to fault last night. I thought they were tremendous. But that middle of the park, we bossed that game. You know, Smudger and Dunny literally run the whole, everything went through them. Yeah, they they really complemented each other well, considering this is only the second time they've played together in a competitive uh, fashion. Um, Yeah, I thought that was, as you say, they really ran the midfield and there was just nothing uh, that Hodderston was able to grab hold of and and push forward on that. You mentioned about the bookings and uh, Giles, you mentioned it last night as well about in terms of we we seem to be picking up bookings, uh, but for me, we just don't seem a very uh, ill-disciplined team. What's your 
thoughts on the the fact that we're getting so many bookings and the one that, that really got me because i was literally about 10 yards away from it and don't get me wrong i got some abuse from oh office. the man in the yellow coat for those that weren't yeah. there <laughs> who's but, the Literally, it was 10 yards from me, and literally, their defender grabbed, uh, dragged uh, Kelvin down. For me, he was last man. He should have gone. Um, mm. But he definitely should have got a, a, a yellow card because he gave, gave the foul. He was mm. he was through on goal. Yeah. Why do you think we're not getting those sort of, you know, uh, we're getting the bookings when it, other teams don't seem to be at the minute? Yeah, I mean, you, you, you can... I don't. I mean, I've you know, listened to Joe speak and you know chat to a few other lads. And I'm not into all the conspiracy and things like that. But when you do get a name out there like we've kind of got, I think that does go like you know you've only got to look at the the idiot at Tring trying to already have a word with the referee before yeah. the game about Joe and stuff like that. And words like that travel. And you yeah, don't get me wrong, not all teams are like that. And you know, I don't think for one minute last night that Hodgson and Town were oh, like no, that. Mate, teams, mate, but the best plug club I've been to so far this season, mate. Yeah, honestly, I thought Odston Town last night, I thought food was tremendous, by the way. I'd literally come pretty much straight from work, like in one of the best cheeseburgers I've had. Oh, um, the, the people were, <laughs> I got a chat to a couple of, the, uh, couple of their fans. Um, the young lads behind the goal were brilliant. I know they were, yeah. they were hurling abuse at you pretty. I, they they like, yeah, they did like pretty for some reason. Yeah, to be fair to them afterwards, I, I went out to them and shook a few, but few of Leanne and they were, you know, just having a bit of a laugh with me. Yeah. I'm, I'm cool with that. Honestly, I don't mind. I'm big enough. Yeah, no, they were um, they were supported their team. They gave Crilly dogs abuse for most of the game. <laughs> I don't know what did he do saying in the warm up to upset them or say. I don't no, know what. I, but, I assume he played from. So did I? Because I asked the I was I was, I was um, standing with like Julian and Neil. I was like, did Crilly needs to play for these guys because that, for some reason they're just he's getting dogs abuse. But yeah, it was um <laughs> it's a really well run club. But as as for us and the discipline, you know, what I mean, Joe said it in his post match. Like, kind of might, might give uh, Mr. Chairman some sleepless nights. I just think once your your name's out there and certain teams start talking about you that way, and it just sticks. It's a stigma that sticks, you know. You've and you've only got to look at some of the referees you had. I mean, the guy we had last Saturday at home is the same guy that managed the uh, the referee the Levy game away. Yeah, yeah. Soon as I saw him, you kind of, and, and at this level, when you see them, you kind of know what game you're in for. I mean, there was a there's a game we haven't seen that guy Joe called Mister Bean. We ain't seen him for a while. <laughs> He's pretty much not doing many of our games anymore. And I just think it's your, rep- your reputation goes before you. And and you know what I mean? And we are, we do have a lot of physical players in, in our team and they do live on the edge. And I'll, and I'll admit that. And, that, you know, uh, that goes to Alfie. And then you can definitely tell like Smudger when he's come in. Dunny definitely lives on the edge. And that's why he split opinion in the first few months that he's been in. You're like, there's an edge. But sometimes I feel that we went over that. And that word will get around the league and referees and officials and managers. And that'll get out. And to be honest, I, you know, I, I don't mind us having a little bit of bite about us as long as we're, you can tell like even last night though, Joe was losing his rag a little bit with some of the disciplinary things that were going on. Mm. You know what I mean? And you can see why he does sometimes get frustrated because you do think, come on lads, you know, the main thing I always want to see from us. And I get that Joe wants to see from his team is learn from your mistakes. So he'll, he'll mention something to me in a post-match or you can see him, you know, he probably mentions it in his team talk. And if the players go and do something that he's clearly like drummed into them, do not do this. And when they do it, you can clearly see on the sidelines that he goes absolutely bananas. And I don't blame him. I've been in that situation myself as a manager. And you think, Jesus, I've spent all week telling you guys not to do this. And that's the first thing you've done in the first five minutes. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, uh, we do live on the edge with the players that yeah. we've got. I will admit that. But when it works, like the last two games, and they can control it, I think that's important. I don't know what you think about that. I think when it's now, it's important. Don't get me wrong. 
I back your teammates up if it all kicks off, go into tackles hard, but get that level between still playing football and still having that little bit of bite about you. Yeah, definitely. I mean, when we, we look at yesterday's game, the two cards that were given for us were literally allegedly for, for time wasting. So, you know, it's it, it's not the fact that we've gone in for a really bad challenge or anything like that, or we're, we're trying to go out and injure people. It's just, yeah, just one of those things that unfortunately is part of the game, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Who do you think now? Obviously, Manny picked up a hamstring injury last night, unfortunately. And it was his other leg as well, apparently. It wasn't the yeah, same, same one. Carl Faulkner has re-damaged his foot. Um, I, te- I texted him to yeah, I texted him today. I was like, how are you, mate? And he went, it ain't great, to be honest. I was like, oh, yeah. Jesus. How do you think that looks now uh, as we... We're, or Saturday, we're away. Are we uh, away to Arsenal? Well, yeah. on Saturday, so we know what we're yeah. getting out over there on that pitch. Who can you see coming back into the mix? If you Like you say, if you think of the players players that are still out of the the somewhere out of the squad, some are uh, somewhere on the bench. You've still got like Ethan, uh Alfie Osborne, Liam, Harry Beaumont, you know, there's four players that you know probably start in most teams. I mean, yeah. you know, so we're gonna miss Manny and Faulkner for a little bit of time now, unfortunately. I haven't done sure how Manny's hamstring is it didn't seem too bad after the game. It looked like he was right. gonna go and work a night shift on the railways by the way he was dressed. <laughs> but it was um yeah, how who would you bring in? What what kind of formation? How are you setting up this weekend? Well, I mean, as you say, with the likes of Ethan and uh, Harry, uh, we've got a lot of people that could obviously drop into a more deeper role. So for me, potentially, we could push uh, Tolu up a bit further. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, you know, you've got the likes of Calvin and uh, Joe to uh, you know start as well. I think we're missing um, Davo as well this weekend. I don't think Davo's uh-huh. around, and I'm oh, not well. sure... I think someone might have meant. I'm not. Don't quote me on this. I might completely completely wrong. I think Davo and Crilly might not be around this weekend. I know Davo definitely isn't. I'm not sure about uh, Crilly. But scratch, scratch idea, Tyler. You're back at left back. Yeah, Tyler. You got to be the best left back. We've got the likes of, as I said, uh, Sellers and Calvin, who uh, both of them, you know, they they helped stretch the game out further last mm. night. So I think they did a really good shift when they were brought on. And um, obviously the likes of Ramel uh, still likely to. You know, feature within the squad, which is good. So we Dylan, got... Dylan was back last night. Dylan was back last night, and to be fair, he looked good when he came back as well. So again, you know, that's the sort of natural replacement for his uh, first Dave header up. that he went up for. Cracked me up. He missed yeah. it. And, I ended and up... that's... Joe yeah. was like, Dylan, <laughs> over the ball, your hair looks fantastic. I was like, oh my god! <laughs> and, and to be fair, uh, Dylan should have got that goal because that second goal was definitely not offside. Oh, was it not? Okay. No, no, okay. Again, literally, I was so close to it, and the thing is. I, Away games, I do like to be on my own because I like to see the game for myself rather than mm-hmm. uh, for other people sometimes. And yeah, literally, I, was, I had no one around me. I was like, oh, that's so bad. And I'm literally searching around. And the only person I can catch the eye of is Joe, who literally just turns at you and just shakes <laughs> his head and gives you that look. You're like, yeah, that's a go. Yeah, he was, he, I mean, he always cracks me up on the sideline. Poor old Jammers, like I said in the post match, mate. That geezer literally wore about... Yeah. <laughs> Lucas A Sport, mate. Can we get Jammers some sort of sponsorship for Lucas A Sport? He must have wore about three bottles from Joe last night. I think two were thrown <laughs> and Joe done one of the best le- right-footed volleys I've ever seen for a fucking Lucas A Sport. <laughs> it hit Jammers like a fucking steam train, mate. Jam- Jammers was brilliant. He just stood there, looked at me, just like shook his head, shook his head and started laughing. Um, yeah. what, um, what I was maybe thinking uh, for Saturday as well, I don't know how you there would do it or stuff like that. I think Kelvin would do good out on the left. You know that, yeah. you know, where Manny yeah. played. You know, because he's kind of that player that, you know, you'd like to see him like he could cut inside. You could, you know, you can still keep the 
the same formation, but someone like a Kelvin out on the, if you do have to drop Tolu, I'm saying just for argument's sake, if Tolu drops back and we or you know, you've got Dylan that can play at left back. I mean, yeah. we're just, you know, we're doing fantasy booking here. Joe's probably listening to this thinking, shut up, you two. You, <laughs> you know, ain't got a clue. Yeah. yeah, you ain't got a fucking clue. This is why, <laughs> this is why I'm paid the big bucks and you ain't. But yeah, you know, you could have Dylan back there or you do, you put, thing is, I think when you put Tolu at left back, you do lose a little something going forward. And yeah, He's great at left back. Don't get me wrong. We saw that in the uh, in the cup game against Enfield uh, when we played at Crucy Park. But um, you could put Kelvin out there on the left. I think he, you know, it, again, you know, you, he would if, if you know, depending on which way we're kicking first half, you'd have you'd have Joe on him all the time, kind of thing. <laughs> but I, think, I think someone like you know, yeah. he's done it. Kelvin's done it. Ramel's done a job out there. Um, yeah. Well, I say, uh, I mean, Ramel. Um, if you remember when we played Colney Heath, he came on when uh, T got his uh, bad injury, and yeah, yeah. Mm. Well. Man of the match, yeah, from that game. So yeah, we've definitely got the players that can do it. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. Uh, so we've got, so we're away uh, Saturday, and then is it Cot Fosters at Cot home? Fosters at home, yeah, yeah. And then so we we got, I think we're away, and then we've got two home games back to back. How how are you seeing the next three games? Because I think we've moved up a couple of spaces in the league. We right? have. We are now up to sixth, and the thing mm. is, we win our two games in hand, and potentially up to third, which is you know it's a really good position to be in. You don't get me wrong. It's still Stockfords and Leighton's uh, league to to do with uh, what they want. But, you know, we keep grinding up results and, you know, that's that's all we can, can do at this current time. But, yeah, I mean, the, the, the next few games are important, you know. And and to be fair, Joe did allude to this a few months ago. Yeah, these are the time of the season where you need the players to to really perform. Because, I mean, as you say, the next three games, Olsey, Cockfosters and Hodderston again. So, you know, it's all really big games. Against teams that you know are competing well in the league, but they're not up there. So you know, without wanting to jinx us or anything, you know, the next three games, I want nine points. Yeah, I mean, yeah, definitely. I mean, we know. Thing is, we know what we're going to get on Saturday. We yeah. know what the pitch. You know, we pretty much, you know, fortunately, Creasy Park last week, terrible pitch. That's <laughs> due to due to the weather. Uh, last night, terrible pitch. You know, due to the weather, and it's never been great over there. Saturday, yeah. we, we know what yeah. we're going to get. Yeah. You know, yeah. thankfully, then we're back at Creasy Park for a couple of games, you know, and hopefully the pitch will be back to its normal, brilliant self. Now the yeah. Grand Star can finally get on a bit. Yeah, but, you know, Joe's got to be looking at the next, especially Saturday and Tuesday. There's, you've got to walk away with them six points, you know, no, and then. Uh, and then we obviously go into the the following. Who have we got the following Saturday? Did you say Hodgson again? Uh, Hodgson again. Yeah. yeah. Like you say, if you if you're not if you're not sitting and you shouldn't shy away from this, you shouldn't shy away. Going nine points. Why not? Mm-hmm. Why can't we get these nine points? And then that takes you up to the Leighton game away. If I'm right. No, no, it's a uh, Oh God, yeah, I forgot. Re- oh, Jesus, I don't know. Mate, I, I don't know if I'm going to walk there again. Well, I'm not sure, mate. <laughs> you know, Scott. I think Scotty should walk from Mexico personally, but I know he's. Well, he's, uh, well, I think if they can't get it done this time, we should just play a game in Norts and Crosses. I, I saw on Twitter a club did that. Uh, between really? That was really funny. Oh uh, my God. <laughs> yeah. So then, yeah. So like you say, Harper in the way, and then you roll into. I think you know. Then we do go to. Then we travel over to. Uh, Leighton Town, so there's some yeah, that, that's that's games. a cup game. So, I mean, we, we get to play Leighton uh, in the uh, actual league on the 14th of March, so we've got a few games to go mm. before the you know the real big one for us, I think. But yeah, up until that time, you know, as you, as we say, you know, it's it's ours to, to do with what we want, really. Yeah, and I think it's important, like you know, like Joe said quite a few months ago now, and when we went on that little sticky patch. 
And it's important for us as fans as well, and, and definitely the players. Let's not get carried away. You know, after the late game, you know, we were all, don't get me wrong, we were all celebrating, but then it all went a bit downhill after that. Yeah. And Joe even said, let's like, look, let's not fucking get too carried away. Let's win one game at a time, keep our feet on the floor. And I, you know, and I think we've done that really well the last the last couple of weeks. There's been no draw, there's been no like, oh yeah, look, we're back, we're doing this. It's like you yeah. just chat to Joe and he's like, Yep, we won a game, yep, move on. And I've kind of been in the same attitude, it's like, yep, we won last night. Mm. Let's go to Saturday. If we win Saturday, we're like, right, let's go to Cop Fosters. And that's, I think, the better kind of approach. Because at the start of the season, when we were 8, 9, 10, unbeaten, wherever it was, it was yeah. all good. And it was, the sun was shining. And it was really nice. And we were all standing outside having a beer in the warm weather after the game. And then you get come to reality and you're like, hang on a minute. You know, let's let's get back to doing what we do. Let's shut a few people up that have been talking about us for all the wrong reasons and giving it the big and about Dunstable Town, you know, all this money they've got and look at them, they're going to be mid-table and all this crap. (laughs) And I I like that from Joe. And even he was humbled. He goes, you know what, let's just take a game at a time. Let's let our football do the talking. And I think the last two games... We've done that, and I think, yeah. and and I think even the players have kind of known that. Look, let's get back to basics. Let's do what we do. Let's do things the right way, and let's win games of football. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent, mate. Yeah, I mean, the 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 next couple of weeks, especially. I mean, I was just having a look while she was saying that. Between now and the eighteenth of March, we are literally playing Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday, the whole way along. Oh, so I mean, there is an absolute ton of games going on and you know if we just carry on get our heads down and do what we want to do rather than worry about what other people are doing you know people will drop points we we know they will you know because this this league has thrown up some real weird and wacky results but we'll just worry about our own results and then see what happens elsewhere yeah no no most definitely most definitely mate um can you foresee any people any positions or anything just finishing up mate where you'd like we could you potentially could bring in more players do you think Mm, that's that's a good point. Um, good question. I mean, I think obviously if Carl and uh, Manny are out for a period of time, that is maybe a position we might need to look at. Um, I mean, I guess the only <clears> other <throat> position for me, and this is just literally because it's my position, I always worry about having one goalkeeper. Uh, and Doug and yeah, Long, look at last night. They didn't name their subkeeper on exactly the bench. He was there, right. but he wasn't named. Yeah, and get well soon to um, that uh, the player. I think his name was uh, Nugget. Uh, or Nugent, I should say. Sorry, not Nugget. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, we wish him well, man. It was a nasty It cut. always worries me when, you know, uh, somebody gets injured in goal because you like, yeah, because you know they're going to be out for potentially some time. And I think it was kind of went down in the Bulldog game. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I was, you know, a bit concerned about, you know, what we got in terms of on the bench and that. But at the same time, you know, when Charlie uh, went over to Val Dynamo, he can't blame the lad because... It's that one position that you are pretty much guaranteed a game. And if you're not, you're not going to be playing for week on week on week. So maybe some some sort of uh, backup option, I think, would be uh, a something that I'd potentially look at. But not, nothing to replace anything that we got in a minute. Go and get the geezer from the under-18s. They were in 13-1 the other night. I mean... <laughs> he took a deck chair, I think, on that game. 13-1, <laughs> the under-18s winning yeah, the, the, against, uh, against Amtil. Neil was telling me, I think it was 5-1 at half-time. He yeah. said it wasn't really a kind of 5-1-y game. He said, then we just went berserk. And apparently, from what I was chatting to Neil last night, he said there's three or four that he, you know, and Neil knows his football very well. And even he said there's three or four players in the under-18 team that could play 
be in and involved and in and around our first team at some stage and if not go even higher and beyond in the game do you is that always a worry Matt as a club do you think that when you do produce these under 18 good good players and we've got some really good players in our 18s in our 16s that they do get snapped up a little bit quickly by like the Lutons and the Watford and these yeah, I, mean, and I, I spoke to Joe about this who um runs the you know runs the 15s and he said sometimes they could get lost in the system and it might benefit these lads to maybe get a a a season of first team experience under Joe and Dirks and then maybe move on to like the Lutons and the Watfords and all the other MK Dons, whoever's local and their academies, because, you know, going from that 18, I've done it myself, going from that level of football to adults football, it it is a big step up, even at our level, you know, it's, and I, I remember playing my first going from the under 18s and playing my first like real competitive adult game. I was like, Jesus, this is something, this is like next level, you know? So do you think it's like, you know, something that, is detrimental to the club because we don't seem with all the young lads that we get through we kind of might not see them in our first team you know and that's good and bad because you want these lads to go on to like Luton and Don yeah. and Watford and wherever they go but sometimes you just like maybe think oh we can have a couple of these for a season that would really benefit us as well I, yeah I think it, it's kind of uh, beneficial on both sides I mean obviously we had Axel that uh, moved on to to Luton and you know the, the we, I, I wish him well because obviously you know He's a, he was an absolutely amazing player. Uh, but I think uh, we were discussing it the other day that, you know, sometimes having that sort of blooding in in a, a season down in our league, you know, when you've got some area, you know what, breathing down your neck um, because, you know, you're going to have a real physical game. Um, that kind of makes you sometimes. Uh, the 18s and the academy system, it's great and it's good to see and you see some right talent coming through that. But it's all tippy-tappy and, you know, it's all playing to a certain system and you know when you come into the, the the men's game it's it is a very different game um so i mean i am hopeful that we can keep hold of the lads that we got i think joe's doing well to start introducing them on the um the training that we have on thursday nights so we're like sort of, uh, dennis best show and a few others i know they've obviously uh, made it to the first day squad uh, sorry, the first team squad on match days um, I'd like to see a couple of them, you know, push through because obviously we just said that potentially we are going to be short of a, a couple of attacking options. Yeah, the likes of uh, Ashley Harris, who got five on Tuesday, on Monday night, and uh, Caleb. Uh, mm. Both of them are really good players. Caleb's quite quite slight, but in in the under 18s he's kind of you know uh, a man above uh, man above boys in that. But I'd like to see him maybe push through as well in terms of, you know, maybe coming to a couple of uh, first-day squads, first-team squads on match days, you know, maybe give him 10 minutes towards the end to see how he actually floods in with a men's game. Yeah, no, I mean, it's good. I mean, it's all about doing it right time, right place. I'm, you know, I yeah. remember being a young lad and you're like, I was on, you know, I think I sat on the bench for like, God, a couple of months, two months, but I enjoyed being involved in even in the warm-up and being around the first-team squad and you get to know how Joe runs a team, like you've got to be on time. You can't do this. You can't yeah. do that. You do this, you do that. And once that's ingrained in you at a young age, that'll never leave you. And that'll only benefit like being coached by like Joe and Dirks and Lee and Jammers and Auntie, it will only give you good things moving forward. So even if they, you know, don't go wrong, it'd be great if we were three coming back to goals again, but it'd be great if we were three or four nil up and maybe one of these lads could get 10 minutes, but yeah. just having them involved around our first team environment, because it is run better than, oh God, a lot of, non-league clubs that I've been involved with over the years. Our first team is run, you know, fantastically well. So for these young lads, it can only benefit them, right? 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, as you say, I mean, the way that uh, Joe sets up games and training sessions, where you think of some of the uh, other clubs out there, you know, they're struggling to get four or five players on training nights. You know, I, I think he was saying the other night he had like 30 turn up for um, a training session on, on the Thursday. That's testament to obviously the, the system that he's playing and these coaching staff are playing um, to attract all these people in to, you know, be interested every single week. You know, when you think the likes of Tolu coming down from Leicester just to do a two-hour training session. Donny lives yeah. in Twickenham. Uh, who, who does? Dunst, Luke Dunstan lives in Twickenham. But he lives in Twickenham. Oh, blimey, OK. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah they're, they're all having to come from... Webby's uh, just had a newborn baby, like Joseph. He ain't yeah, yeah exactly. God knows and, how long. And still turning up every week. To, you know, it's testament to a lot of them, to the commitment that they're showing to the club. Yeah, Jardell, I think, lives over near Tottenham somewhere. And, you know, they've got any local players, have we, mate? I mean, they're just, I think Harry Bowman's the local one. He lives down yeah, there. He's, 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 he's about the only one who can walk to the ground, isn't he? He can literally <laughs> walk to the ground off H Camp. But, um, yeah, Matt, let's hope the uh, let's hope the run uh, continues. Uh, uh, any predictions for Saturday, mate? Oh, you get. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I am going to go on a limb and say that, you know, Joe has once again listened to this podcast. Ah, yes. Made, made the changes that we put in place. Yes. yes. And we're going to get a 5 0 win. There you go. 5 0. <laughs> I will go. I will go. I'll be happy with a 2 0. Yeah, I'm going to go a cheeky 2 0 win. I think Smudger gets his first goal for the club. Yeah. There we go, mate. But Matt, it's been a pleasure as always, mate. We will do this all again on Sunday. Uh, anything coming up at the club, mate, that you need to tell us about? Uh, no, well, you may have just seen that I've just put out on the social media that we've announced our big deal with um, Tandem Bank, which is a, a great community bank. So I'm really pleased that we've got that one over the line. Uh, we've got a massive banner up at the ground, though. So there's a massive statement as to you know, what we're trying to do. They're, they're a great community bank. I think I mentioned them before, just before that it was coming over the line. Uh, but yeah, that's great that that's kind of come in place now because you know it's a it's a it's a national business and obviously we we have contacts within that business hence why I was able to get it get them interested in the club but they're really excited about what we're doing so we're really excited to you know have a collaborative effort with them um, and n- apart from that as I say just keep watching that space on social media for any other uh, announcements that are coming out. Brilliant. Nice one, Matt. I appreciate it, mate. Uh, well, hopefully, there is it, it's a new hut going to be open by the 11th because that's the game I'm sponsoring, mate. Is that? No, it's not at the minute. Oh, sweet. Lord. <laughs> I, I can set you up a couple of chairs in there. Just leave time. me in there with a volleyball or something, mate. I don't mind. And a cup <laughs> of tea, I'll be all right, mate. But um, it's been good, Matt. Isla, I will catch you on Saturday. So this Saturday, we are away to follow it. Our next game at Creasy Park for those that want to come. So I know a lot of people, not everyone can always get to an away game. So we are back at Creasy Park uh, next Tuesday. We are at home to Cockfoss and we've got back-to-back home games we're at home the following Saturday so anyone around come down and give the lads a support I know they really appreciated last night I mean Jesus mate how hard was it to get to that ground last night mate oh my yeah, God, again, I, mean, I, was, I was talking to the Hodderston uh, board last night and they said you know it's the fact that our fans were willing to travel that distance for a Tuesday night it's a real testament to them I mean they had 93 in attendance there I think we maybe bought half those which is great you know considering yeah. how far that is so yeah. Well done to the yeah, mate. It was. It, oh, I think I got home about half eleven, mate. It was. Uh, it was. A, it was a <laughs> trek, mate. It was an absolute trek. But Matt, I will catch you on Saturday, mate. And the Talk of the Town podcast will be back on Sunday, and we will do it all again, mate. Fantastic. Nice one. Till then, everybody. Uh, up the mighty blues. <laughs> <laughs>